What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by ashford.edu slash ham. Start your master's degree today. And sleepnumber.com slash ham. And simplysafe.com slash ham. Now to the segment. The Niners had a 20-10 lead going into the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Did they choke or did they lose? 859, guy. 859. 859. Uh, actually, six twenty-three. They still had a twenty to ten. That was right before the touchdown. That was right before the pi to Kelsey. Which, listen, I mean, it's a ticky-tack call, but you got to turn your head. And then the next play, Kelsey scores a touchdown. So then it goes twenty to seventeen at the six fifteen mark. Yeah. Then they go three and out. Mahomes gets it back. Five for five, sixty yards, up four. It happened fast, right? It did happen. My, 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 my answer on choke would be no. I think they just lost. Now, I thought the officials were kind of on both sides shitty. Uh, but there were also some good calls, some questionable calls. I'm not blaming the officials one way or the other. Because look at the Niners on that last, the Jimmy play when it got to zero. It clearly, the slow motion made it look worse, but yeah. it was zero. I wish they would the, show that replay in real time. Because, you know, they tell you it, Zero, it's not zero, it's zero, and you're looking up, and you can see the back judge about to put the... You see how Pereira's like, guys, slow motion! You know, well, but he's right. I mean, slow motion makes... It looks so terrible. But anyway, but, that's not what this so, is about. So listen, I, I completely... Under, someone just tweeted at me, John, You're because I'm kind of defending Kyle with my last couple tweets right before we're recording this. Basically just saying, listen, they lost. I'm not saying it's a good loss. It's a fucking Super Bowl loss. It sucks. And can't we be mad in the moment he choked away the game? Now, I don't view they choked away the game. They went three and out twice down the stretch. I, I, I wrote down, is Chris Jones Matumbo? I mean, how many blocks, tip basses does he have? It felt like three or four. Kyle, that's on Jimmy. And there was a play dialed up on the last drive where Emmanuel Sanders wide open. They miss him. I, I just think sometimes you don't make plays. There are times you choke, like the Rockets have choked before. They have also just lost before. There have been differences. Like, they, the, the game they missed 27 threes, I'll, I'll say, for example, 
They just miss shots. Like, they're getting wide open shots. They're not choking as they're missing them. They just miss the shots. There were moments, I thought, last year when they came back, the, the, they, they kind of choked it away. I, I don't view this as a choke. I view it as a loss. So, a bad loss. A bad loss, guy. Yeah. But a loss. So since I agree not with a cho- you. Not a choke, not a choke job. Since I agree with you, it was not a choke. Maybe there's another way to look at this, too, which is, was this fully the Chiefs just taking it, or did the Niners help give it to them? Because that, that can occur, and it's not a choke. That's not shrinking in the moment, but it is making mistakes. And, okay. Like, I thought... As it turned out, and this is easy with hindsight. You're saying wait, you're saying shrinking in the moment is is different than just No, no, no. I'm saying shrinking in the moment is choking. I don't I think they helped the Chiefs win the game and the Chiefs took it. Right? That's not to say the Chiefs don't deserve the credit. They clearly do. And if the Niners had won, the Chiefs would have helped them because Mahomes threw a couple picks, threw one right to a dude or threw a pick. One right no, he threw two picks. One the second one right to the guy. But um but I do think, even though the Niners didn't choke, I do think they helped bring upon their own demise. Like, a couple things, right? At the end of the first half, I think everybody's probably doing what John Lynch is doing. Timeout, 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 timeout. When the Niners get the ball with 59 seconds left, they run it on first down to get to their own 23-yard line, 59 seconds. So he could have he called the timeout at about 135 or 140, right? Because the play ran all the way down, and then they punted it. Right, uh, he didn't call timeout when they stopped him on third down. Was the problem? What right. John Lynch is screaming at. So the time went off. The Chiefs took their time, punted, and they got the ball back with under a minute left. Under a minute. So then there's 59 seconds. They run a play for three yards. They let the whole playcock basically come off to 14 seconds. Right uh, to 26. They run the ball with Mostert at 26 seconds, and then the Chiefs use a timeout. Yeah. So then the Niners have a third and weird, weird, weird sequence there. So it's so weird. So then the Niners have a third and five. I'm like, well, fine, we better pick this up, and they do. Jeff Wilson Jr. Welcome Not back bad. to the party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goes for 20 yards, and yeah. the Niners call a timeout with 14 seconds, and then the Kittle play happens, and they got the ball at the Kansas City 13 yard line. Did you like that call? The play call or the no, penalty? The oh. extent, the extension well, of the. Well, I arm. did think live. I'm like, oh, did you? Did he have to do it? I mean, no, I don't like the call, but I get, like, I get it. You can, you can't extend your arm so straight, I get it. even yeah. if it's ticky tack. I I I can't really argue with it. Um, ticky tack though. I you know. Yeah, I, 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 I agree let with the kids. Tack. Let the kid. Let the kids play. But guy. but now, let's look at the big picture. Did Kyle Shanahan do that because he just didn't trust Jimmy? Well, Jimmy had been really shaky at that point in time. Really, really shaky. Like, it had not been good. I, I think that by far is his red flag moment. Because I don't think you can, when you're playing the Chiefs, and at the time it's 10-10. So you, at any moment you go, well, Mahomes can rattle off three straight drives. And they're going to get the ball the first half. to start the second half. The Niners. But I, I think that he kind of pushed out there, guy. And he's done it a couple times throughout the season when Jimmy's shaky. When Jimmy's on, he's not scared. When Jimmy gets it shaky, it makes him as a play caller get a little uneasy. And that cost him there. I, I don't think you can think like that. I, you have I, to keep the yeah. foot to the pedal. And like you said, because the Niners all season long have shown with Kittle, with Mozart, with Emmanuel Sanders, with Debo, at any moment they can bust a 20, 30-yard play. 
just like the Chiefs. Because you would say if, the, if it was flipped, Andy would have called timeout 100%, right? To get the ball back with like 130. You would want Mahomes to have time. Whether he's playing well or not, you would always call timeout to give your guy a chance. With and Jimmy, sorry. I understand the logic of like, well, because I was thinking it too. Yeah. But, but then, because again, hindsight's twenty twenty. once they bust the big play, you're kicking yourself. Because didn't at the 14-second mark, didn't Mozart have a big play to get him like 20 yards or something? And then they hit the Kittle play? They got a big run, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, they... Yeah, there was well, a there was a play. Or Je- there. Uh, Jeff Wilson. I think you're right. Jeff well, the Wilson, Wilson play. Then there was a Mostert play. I think after the, I think so there was I, still I, a Mostert play between the two plays. I skipped over a play, but I I give Fox credit for having that video of John Lynch because that's we're all thinking it. Like call timeout. What I, I'm not a huge believer guy of if you're getting the ball back going into the halftime with timeouts. Like what's you don't they don't carry over. Yeah. You don't get six coming out of halftime. Yeah. Right. Oh, and by the way, just to correct myself, there was not a play between those two things. I, I, I wonder if Kansas City was going to have the ball to start the second half if he would have played it differently. He should think, that matter? But well, that, that's I think where so, I think the analytic guys being aggressive would say, you, you got to keep your foot on the pedal. Right. You could argue score here, score again. Yeah. Right? Because, guy, the, the Chiefs were, for the most part, that what would you, what would you give their grade of a game tonight? Just a B minus? Like just with Mahomes? Like not great. Yeah, I do give they the score. Def- I do give their defense credit. Well, though. yeah. So I mean, it's probably a B, right? But it would be a B because they were shaky for a long period. They scored thirty-one points, guys. You- still, they still scored thirty-one points. So did you think at halftime the under was safe? I did not at ten ten because somebody, our buddy Hawk yeah. was over and, I, and he's like, "Oh man, kicking myself for the over, whatever." And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I there's still a chance this thing gets yeah, over." I, I, I always, I, I didn't feel it was unattainable probably to the fourth quarter and it still came pretty close. I mean, 51 points, but that's my point guy. They did not play well, the chiefs, and they still scored 31 points. I get the last runs kind of whatever, but it just shows you at any moment they can have three drives, 21 unanswered. And that could have happened in the third quarter. I I think when you're playing them, who said it? Bill O'Brien, when he, when they went for the fake punt and he was like, we got to score touchdowns just because these guys can score at will. I think you always have to have that mindset it's like playing Steph Curry and, and Clay when those guys are on. You, you got to keep the foot to the pedal. I have no issue at the end because he's kind of. I saw his quote right before we got on. Kyle tweeted like, uh, "We didn't need to bleed the clock. We needed first downs." I agree. You keep your foot. You got to get first downs. You got to keep. You just got to fucking make plays. And I trust Kyle whether it's a run or a pass to dial up the right play to move the chains. Sometimes it just doesn't work. My, the red flag on that issue at the beginning of the half or at the end of the half was he just kind of waved the white flag. And, and then, and it, it happens, it's not just, it just this happened to be the Super Bowl. You see it all year long, right? College and pro, where you're like, oh, they're just kind of punting it. Then all of a sudden they run a draw and they get 40 yards and you're like, oh, fuck, I wish we would have used the timeout. Well, no shit. Why don't, it, I get it maybe if you have one timeout, you just kind of feel your way through, but you got all three, that's a lot. Right, yeah. That's that. That to me is the one where I think at the end when Kyle talks about maybe this off season when uh, he comes on our podcast and he goes, you know what, I, I should have been more aggressive there with my timeouts. That not the the end. We didn't execute. Sometimes that that's my issue with the hot take Twitter culture right now. Just everything's like he fuck he screwed the pooch. He screwed up. He screwed up. 
Why? Because he didn't run a run, but he threw a pass. But then if the pass had worked, you would have called him a genius. And if he called the run and it got stuffed, you would have called him an idiot. It's like, I, I, I'm not doing that with these because I've seen him call plays all season long. A- Andy's been on the other end of that countless times. Right. And sometimes it works. And tonight, think about this. He was like, God, Andy's going to lose this game by double digits. I, I kind of was starting to feel bad. I'm like, you know, his quarterback was off. And then all of a sudden, he hits the Tyreek Hill play, which <laughs> would, you, would you say that was the game changer, 3rd yeah, 15? Yeah. They never look back after that. Even Kyle a mentioned it later. in his post-game interview with Aaron Andrews. Well, then it's like, oh, Andy's a genius. Well, he's been, Andy's been running that play for 20 years. Hell, he's been running that with uh, Lavelle Edwards in the 80s when he was an offensive lineman. You know, it's like sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I, I, I don't view this game guy. And again, people are like, second choke job. Well, he wasn't the head coach. Like, we, we are, we're, we're putting that game, and I know so, he played a huge role in it, but he doesn't he feel like he takes the burden on that more than Dan Quinn? Yeah, but you know what? I think it's because... I'm not trying to be Kyle Defender No, no, here, no, I, I think it's fine. Look, I, I, I got no problem defending him on that, um, but I don't really think there's much to defend. Like... He was up twenty eight to three, lost the game. Uh, I watch him. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. So whatever. Like I don't think he's afraid of it. I I look at him and I think that he's stronger for it. I think he's better for it. So just based on the way, like watching him talk about it today, I saw him talk. He talked about it with Berman in an interview they recorded at Levi Stadium. And I I just think he handles that thing really well. Like I think what bothers him far more is like people asking him about his dad. And, like, did you get here because of your dad? I don't think the 23 thing bothers him. It doesn't bother me about him. But you're right. Like, does this go now? Is, this is clearly another chapter. He's coached in two Super Bowls. His teams have lost in two Super Bowls. Um, when, when his offense, when he's had the lead with the ball. Well, yeah, when he's had the lead. I don't think uh, – You could say if you want to go glass half full guy, improvement, 28-3, 20-10. <laughs> well, I just – Leads aren't as <laughs> – This one did not feel like that one to me. I remember that one. No. This one did not feel like that one. This so. game was much more sloppier. Like yeah, neither it, team was really on. Well, it's that game. His team was the Falcons game. His team was dominating. Well, I, I think the hard part about this one is the Niners' defense for the majority of the game were kind of kicking Mahomes' ass. They were. They were the defensive front was. I mean, block. They were. They were everywhere. Bosa was all over the place. Armstead was around. There were like every little quick screen, guys were everywhere to make plays. You notice that? There were there were a couple runs at different points when it felt like the Niners, are they about to break Mahomes? And he had a couple like, not Mike Vick, but not slow white guy runs. And I, he's not a slow white guy. Hell, he's, is he half? But I, I just think that he had a couple runs where... It was like, oh, they're going to sack him. And he kind of broke the tackle, and then he busted the one run. You know the one I'm talking about? And there was another run where Eric Armstead kind of breaks contain, you know, trying to be a hero. You know, it's again, like he's been a hero all season, but this is where Belichick talks about do your job. When you have outside contain and you go rushing inside and Mahomes goes around you and gets that first down, you know the one where he dove for? Yeah. Kind of, I think it was in the fourth quarter. And it looked like, God, did he step out? And he got it. It was kind of like his... Poor, poor man's version of like an Elway type play. Yep. It was pretty sweet. And it was just like, guys, this is, it's the little details. I, I'm telling you, something like that. Because people keep going, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. The guy, they couldn't get a stop. Their, their defense has been great all season. They gave up 21 unanswered points to end the game. It's not 31 unanswered in the Falcons game. The difference, though, is that Falcons team was known for their offense. This team was known for a defense, a dominant defense. 
let's even throw the last touchdown out. It was kind of garbage time because it felt like they were basically, it was going to be really hard. The Niners were basically done once they turned it over on downs mm-hmm. and the Chiefs got it back, even when they got three timeouts. But the 14 unanswered points, basically in a seven-minute span, it was actually less because they the Chiefs started their drive at 859, and by 239, they had scored 14 points. So that's about six minutes they had scored 14 touchdowns or 14 points to go from down 10 to up four when you'd go, well, listen, if you're up 10 and they got to drive two drives the length of the field both times, the Niners will take that, right? I mean, it's, it's hard. They're the greatest offense in the league when they're on, but you go, the Niners are fucking built for this. They have elite defensive linemen. They have awesome linebackers. They have a secondary that just plays well together and really played pretty well tonight. Now, there were a couple gaffes on Richard got smoked on the one, and you got to be, I mean, Sammy can play. I know, what, did you see Sammy say he might retire? It's what? Like, yeah, Sammy. Well, he said, like, I might take the year off. How old is Sammy? Well, like 26, 27. Has he, just, well, has he made a lot you know of money? The, well, you know the elephant in the room is? He's either taking a pay cut or he's getting cut. So there's just, there's only two options. There's no, Sammy Watkins is not on the Chiefs next year for 16. Now, they'll take him for seven. Yeah. But Gap year. Okay. I, I think it's, it's one of those, like, I, and he likes, they like him, he likes them. But my point is that two drives, the length of the field, even if you go, okay, three and, three and outs happen. Three and outs have happened to the Patriots before in big spots. Can you get stops? And the Niners all season long guy have gotten stops. And they, they not only didn't get stops, on the, on the second drive that won the game, right, when they were up, down 20-17, to 17, he goes 5-5 five of five for 60 yards and just made just fantastic plays. 5-5 five of five for 60 yards. So, you, you know, in, in, a, in a league historically where great defense beats great offense, that's just, we all say it, it's not cliche or it's just real. This is kind of a moment where just a great offensive player beat a great defense. He just beat them. Now, I, I texted a buddy. I was like, God, they, they look gassed. And, you know, is there something in a game of this magnitude where you're, just, you're in great shape, but you're even a little more winded than you think just because of the energy you're given in the second quarter, third quarter is more than even you're thinking you're using? They, they look tired. And, and it's part of it just the Chiefs just run a lot, and they're so goddamn fast, it's got to be tiring to play them. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes had 42 drop. I mean, he had 42 passes, not dropbacks. That's a lot well, of passes. How many? How many completions does he have? 26. Do you think that he deserved the MVP? Uh, I probably, you know, I mean. I thought, wasn't a clear winner. I would have thought about Williams, but at the end of the day, he's the guy that makes him go. So. No one's complaining about it. You could have just given it to Andy Reid. I mean. How about Steve Spagnola guy? Two Super Bowls, two fucking big wins. I know. You can say what you want about him. His career's had some weird low moments. He's had some pretty high highs. One other thing on the Niners in terms of just decision-making. So, and we'll get to the Emmanuel Sanders play, but it was the the fourth and 10 was the game, and they've converted big fourth and 17s over the course of this year. So they're certainly capable of it. Um, But the fourth and 17, uh, sorry, fourth down and 10, 125 left. The play clock's winding down, and you could argue there should have been a delay. Jimmy gets sacked, doesn't even get the throw off. Well, it, it was a delay of game. They just didn't call it. They right? didn't call the delay. And, you know, I think I definitely think you could argue you got three timeouts there. I know 
you're thinking, well, if we don't get this, because a fourth and 10, odds probably aren't great, we're going to need all three of those to try and get the ball back from Kansas City with some semblance of time left. So I get it. But I think it's pretty easy to make the case. This is the game right here. Use a timeout with the clock winding down and just make sure you get a clean snap and make sure you don't have this frenetic start. Now, they'd been, have you noticed too in the fourth quarter, John, there was a, the Niners were taking time on every play. Like they were, I kind of felt like they were playing four corners offense in basketball. Like it's the right thing to do, but God, it kind of feels like you're just trying to just yank this game to the finish line. So you're saying it's hard to kind of flip the switch when they had to get urgent again? I'm not saying it's hard to, I, I, you know, that's an interesting thought. I wasn't making that point. I just, it's the right thing to do. It just always kind of freaks me out when you do it because I just worry, are you, are you, are you starting to get conservative a little bit? Now, I'm, I don't think the play call is necessarily, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I think a I timeout I, I before that saying. delay probably would have been the move. You mentioned this to me before we hit record, and my first response was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't necessarily see that like or think of that. After hearing you talk, I think one million percent you got to call the time out there because clearly they're just – he's rushed. It's just – you when you're that close, something's not right, right? You've come to the line late. He may have seen something he didn't like. I'd have to go back and rewatch the play, but anytime that it's that late to the play clock, something has gone wrong because you should be – in full control with probably yeah, at least snap under, the ball with two five seconds. seconds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean under the center of five seconds, even if you're going to let it go to but one, it was, it was clear they were rushed. It wasn't like it were in yeah, place. I, we're just I, waiting. You've convinced me that that's, I, I think you have to call time out there because you have to look at it like the game. Now he would probably counter. Well, if we call time out, then don't get it. The game's over. Cause they can kneel it. Right. Cause there was what? One twenty three. So we go timeout, timeout. If we run stuff, run stuff. I guess you could still get it back with a little time left. But, but I, still, I, I just, I, I just I, look I'm at it like, I, 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 and what yeah, happened? Yeah. And this always happens because once you're down in that situation and they've got the ball, are, you're just. Are you allowed to hit him in the face once the ball's tipped? Is that the rule? Not count? Are you allowed to hit who he, in the face? You know how Jim, the ball got tipped. Yeah. Or the play was down, and Jimmy got fucking slapped in the face. They would typically be a. Oh, you know, hands to the face and the quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think uh, I don't. That doesn't stop the play. I don't, like he's not, not just like free to hit guys in the face. It's a good question. I mean, was the person? It wasn't somebody going for the ball, right? They were just going for Jimmy, and yeah. they ended up hitting him in the face after the ball was gone. Yeah, uh, you know what's funny? I think I remember that. If that's the play I'm thinking of, if I'm remembering correctly, and I remember thinking like they, they don't, you don't deserve another down for that. I did remember thinking that at one point in time, but. Yeah, I, I thought the I thought the officials were had their moments on both sides. That's why I don't feel it one sided. Like I think they were just bad uh, in different moments and just fine on different moments. It, but it was like a because there was the one play I I disagreed a little with Kyle where when they went three and out to they eventually punted it back to Mahomes for the go ahead drive. You know when Kyle went ape shit and it looked like he wanted to fight the zebras and Jimmy got shoved. I thought he was still in bounds when he got shoved. Do you know the play I'm talking yes, about? Yes, because you saw Kyle going nuts on that play. It looked like he was going to swing at the river. But I think he was mad about what, to me, looked like a clear offsides. Okay, that's because there was a clear offsides on the play. So he had that was the same there. play. Yeah. I think he was mad about the so offsides. He, you're right. That that makes sense because did you think he was still in bounds when he got shoved? Yes. It didn't look like he was already like in. in no, the no, white. I thought it you're was. right. I thought he was You're right. He was he, he was he was off, he was offsides. And that's 
Yeah, it was just that's a bad call. I don't know now, how you I, missed I have to that. go back and. But wasn't it third and that wouldn't have been an automatic first down, but in their two must-have drives where you just at least got to get one first down, they went three and out, three and out, and it led to Mahomes fourteen or Mahomes touchdown, Mahomes touchdown, and that was just—I mean, it's a historic. It's weird. I'm talking about this as a game, and we talked about this a little bit. Open up the pot. I still like that was the Super Bowl. Like that's that's a historic moment in NFL history. But I, guys. John, I think historic- Super Bowls feel like that a lot. They just happen, and then they kind of age. Well, it's because like a fine wine. yes, because every you other just scored fourteen points with seven minutes to go to win the Super Bowl. I know. I think when you have a playoff that's single games, it's you know a series. You have time in between to digest everything. The Super Bowl. That's the beauty of it. Is you just it's the same length as all the other games that get played. You know, it's exactly the same. All the games you nap through on a Sunday. It's the same exact game. It just happens to be worth more. Yeah, the bad Thursday night games, yeah, the good Monday night they're games. They're all the same the, games. There's no series. There's no extra pitchers. There's no just same yeah, game. There's no new rules. It's just the same yeah. rules, same pl- just calling plays. No home court. Running passes. Yeah. <laughs> no, so right. it's just, I think, because I, I just recognize tonight, I'm like, God, I think I feel like this every Super Bowl. I'm just like, God, there's a lot to pack in here, but it's just a game. I think it's probably hard for the players to think of it that way. I did, I did think early tonight both teams were kind of freaky, right? Mahomes had that swing pass on second oh down, God. and then Richie James muffs the punt. I'm like, both these teams are freaked right now. I, I, you know, if I'm going to give, Richie James was awful. I thought Richie James looked like the game was a lot for going on for Richie James. There was a moment where you thought, I don't know if I'd keep putting Richie. If you John. told me that Kyle Shanahan had put check back to return a kickoff, I would have been, well, I understand. I'll, I, I've been conditioned, I think we all probably have, to just kind of ignore kickoffs. Because there's always just touchbacks. Guy, he, could, he couldn't get it to the 20. So I found tonight, like, I ignored most of the kids. I'd look up, and I looked up four times. Like, why are the Niners on the 12-yard line? <laughs> Guy, uh, Richie James runs a 4-3. He couldn't get it past the 10. Why the, I mean, he, the Chiefs just scored. Why are the Niners on the 15? Richie James, had, Richie James had a horrendous game. Horrendous. The muff punt after the Mahomes fastball that missed Damian Williams by about 10 feet. Fucking hit Andy in the shins. <laughs> I mean, that was like, whoa. You know, right away I thought, well, listen, early jitters. And then he muffs the punt. It was just, the, the game was a roller coaster ride early for these guys. There was, a, there was a lot happening. Like, you know what? There are teams, that, but there are guys with the Niners that I go, you know what Kyle Juszczyk is? Championship player. You agree with that? Like, that's just a championship player. You know, yep, I do agree with that. You know who else I think that about is Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, championship player. Even Kittle. But there were some plays, and this just shows you they're good. We're like Frank Clark through Kittle. This is they do for a Chiefs defense that was flawed. You realize like Chris Jones and Frank Clark ain't messing around. Like they're not just there to like they were just here to make some plays. They're there to dominate. Because there was the play where on the Jimmy pick, like did Jimmy choke tonight? Because that's kind of a question. If we'll I, get to, Jimmy. I think we both agree. We'll get yeah. okay. Because there was a play where Chris Jones on the Jimmy pick. Went by 68, like, guy, he was, you know the dummies that assistant offensive line coaches hold that are weighted down, and then they kind of can sway both ways? It was like 68 was a dummy, and Chris Jones just went right by him. It's like, oh, my God, you got no chance. Now, in fairness, I was when I went to the Chiefs Hotel on Wednesday, I stayed after hanging out with a buddy on the staff, and he's like, the reality is our offensive line, our tackles are good, their tackles are good. Both our guards and centers are just, you just never know on any given play. And that's for the most part, unless you have Rodney Hudson on your team, 
a guard and center on even really good NFL teams on a given play against the elite DeForest, Chris Jones, can look like a dummy. And he looked like a dummy. And then it led Jimmy to make a dummy decision. Though, the reason the decision got made was because Chris Jones, who I, I think had one of the more underrated Super Bowl performances in recent minutes. Like, I don't even know what his box score will show. I felt 95 a lot. Just his arms being up, defecting passes, Jimmy having to work around him. He was everywhere. We'll need to he check was, his PFF, John, because he had one tackle. Did you feel like, did you yeah, notice 95 definitely. doing some shit? Like, even more than Frank Clark. And Frank Clark was pretty good. Like, Bosa, I thought all those guys were just really good. Like, Bosa was everywhere. Buckner was everywhere. Like, those, both defensive lines, you felt. And, I don't know. I mean, just back to the choking conversation. I, I just, sometimes you just lose. Now, it's hard. I get it. It's a Super Bowl. You're up 20 to 10. It's a hard loss. I, I'm not disputing. It's a devastating loss. Now, I think we have a lot more time. I, I wrote down a couple topics. Like, ah, we don't want to blow our load on this. Like, is this the type of loss? It doesn't quite feel that cripples moving forward. That you're, like, pointing. Because I don't feel that. Right? Remember when the Seattle loss happened? And there was the story that I think came out Monday morning. An unnamed player had to be restrained from attacking Pete Remember, or screaming, it turns out it was Bruce Irvin. And they were just never the same. Mm-hmm. Like, there was an elephant in that room that was like, yeah, there's no coming back from that. Turns out the Falcons, they were kind of just not the same. Now, they lost Kyle. And the Falcons won was different. Because remember, the next year, they made the playoffs. And they went to L.A. and won a game. I would lean. Now, we'll have to let this. There may be some quotes coming out over the next 48 hours. Next time you and I record a podcast by Wednesday. I would be I don't think that this is one of those that just derails the franchise, right? I think this is one of those where you can kind of put on the wall and build to, even though it was a devastating loss. I'm not, I'm not circumventing that it was yeah, not a look, really I, shitty loss. I think I can identify the difference what you're talking about, which is when you've been building to, like, this is our year for five years, right? Like the, like the Chiefs kind of coming into this year, there was a lot on the line. Versus, oh, wow, here's it. We got a shot. In the midst of what you think is the beginning of something special. Now, whether or not you ever get back is something else entirely, but I think that is kind of the two different ways to process it. A couple questions for you. How many yards per carry do you think the Niners averaged today? Well, I know know it was big because someone tweeted at me and said, we should have run the ball. We were averaging seven, eight. Yeah, seven yards. Um, Is that what the the final total was, seven? It was like six, nine, five, if you take out Garoppolo. Um, yeah, but it do, it doesn't feel like that in a big spot that you can just. I, I do think he would have been criticized if they just stopped the run. I agree. Stop the run, I thought the one. You know, three and out. That number surprised me a little bit because I thought the Chiefs did an okay job, but that number's that is it number. a little is a is a little skewed though with a couple big runs. A couple. Yeah, like but 20. Mostert had a well. One of them's Debo had a thirty-two yard run, right? That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then and what Mostert have a twenty yard. He had three for thirty-two. So let's take him out. Let's just say Coleman. Coleman. Um, Coleman, uh, so that's 17, sorry, 58 plus 28. Not, not, not Harvard grads on the show. It's five yards of carry if it's Mostert and Coleman. That's, that's pretty good. Still right? good, yeah. I mean, that's, that would lead the NFL or right near the top. Um, Kittle, four for 36, seven targets. He was open on the one that Jimmy missed him. Well, Jimmy didn't yeah. throw to him. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Excuse me, missed him on the third down. Seeing, he's wide missed over. seeing him. Yeah, I, I, I think there was a there was a point. Kawakami tweeted 
Debo had two catches for 40 yards, three carries for 60 yards. And I just remember talking to an offensive coach before the playoffs started, and he's like, the key to offense is touches. It's not runs. It's not passes. It's get your guys touches. Kittle, that's not enough touches for Kittle. To me, I I think Kittle in the biggest game, now you have to look at the L-22. Maybe they were doing some brackets. And they were clearly bracketing, like, Kelsey. I mean, they were trying Yeah, Kelsey was 6 for 43. But it didn't it feel like they were getting to him in big spots? Like it it, did. Kelsey had a couple of big, big catches. And it just felt like Kittle, I, I, I would feel good guy. If he's going to throw 42 pass attempts, Kittle's got to have double-digit targets, does he not? Well, but Jimmy had 31 pass attempts. But Oh, excuse me. You're right. I'm thinking Mahomes. Okay, 31. So how many targets did he have? Seven? Yeah, he had. So it's, yeah. he had 35% of them. Yeah, so... It's tough. I, I I just again in the in the heat of the moment, it felt like you got where's Kittle? Well, where's eighty five? Where's eighty five? But they did hit him on the one. It got came. I, I never watched so, the game and thought, well, play calling's the issue here. Neither did I. How different would the line look though, guy? If they had if they had not called a penalty on that, Kittle would have what five for seventy, and we'd feel a lot different, right? Well, yeah, and they maybe they yeah, a lot of things are different there. So that that was a huge no call overturn whatever however you want to quantify it. If you want to say the ref screwed him, I'll understand it. The letter of the law, I would say the NFL is pretty consistent. You extend the arm straight, it gets called. Did Whether you, you really shove him, Cow, Coward had a tweet like when you show it in slow mo, you can't really tell. Like Kittle's six four two forty, like he's a big, that's a powerful guy, so it doesn't look that hard. That's he moved Sorensen, who's also. 6'2", You know, the, the, the tough part about that play is I don't, I don't know if he needed to do it, right? No, he didn't. It's, he not, had, a, he had guy, it's not Honey Badger who's going to be able to make a play on the ball. He wasn't even looking. He had him beat. So I think it's just kind of a natural motion because you're kind of yeah. hand fighting. That, that's where I, I do think you could say, well, guys, you know, they're both kind of grabbing. I agree with let, you. Let them play. I agree with you, but I just – Fundamentally, I just get it. I can't get mad at it. I would have. I would not have thought the Chiefs deserved it if it hadn't been called. And you could argue, but. why didn't they take more shots with Kittle down the field and they get him in one-on-one situations? But remember, like Kittle's told us before, you and I have listened to Kyle for so long talk about this shit. They get in certain situations. They have specific plays dialed up. Like they got the who do they want Kittle on? Not Honey Badger. They want him on Sorensen. <laughs> The, the overachiever from BYU that's bald. They want that matchup. Just like at the end of the game when they ran it to Emmanuel, they have specific deep balls dialed up. Unlike Andy that just dials up deep balls consistently. Like his offense is just deep plays. The Niners aren't a deep play offense. They just have deep plays dialed in through schemes. Would you agree with that? Yes. Like they, that, that was a specific play I would imagine they've worked on through the week. Same with Emmanuel. Where the Chiefs... Like, the play they hit with Hill is just, yeah, John, they run that every series. <laughs> you know, that's, just, that's just their place. That's just like their base. That's their base offense. Like, what was Hill doing? I don't know. He just runs around until he finds some open grass and fucking Mahomes chucks it. That's, that's the problem. And this is what we talked about all season long, or I mean all week long leading up to this game, that it's just Mahomes is going to, they just keep taking shots. They're just relentless. And it's hard to hold them down. And the Niners did as good of a job as you'll see Definitely in the two playoff games that they held him down for the majority of the game, guy. Jimmy Ward hit him so goddamn hard. I, 
I cringed. And then it turns out Jimmy struggled to get up. Yeah. Obviously Which on the he came back. It's hard to game. tell where he got, where the contact that. It was just, it was a violent game. He kept getting hit. But he is, I, that's why I, I, I end this game thinking just Mahomes kind of beat him more than they choked it away. Now, they did kind of blow it. Like, it, they played a part into it. But they just, they kind of got beat by a great player. Uh, this will be like, you know, this will be something we just gets addressed as the year goes along. Stephen A. Smith tweeted, I'm sorry, Kyle Shanahan has been outscored 52 to nothing since the third quarter of the Super Bowl in 2016. <laughs> Guy, again, he wasn't the head coach. He was not playing defense. All right. This, this to me, I, like I, I would tell you a guy who's not getting criticized at all or just the – like, are, are we not going to criticize Salah and the defense? Like, they were the ones that gave up all the points. Again, this is what – when you're just Kyle, and this is the n- nature of being a head coach, right, and being as famous of a head coach as he's kind of become, you're kind of like the quarterback. You take all the bullets. Because no one's like, oh, Robert Sala screwed up. No one even cares. No one's even thinking that. It's just Kyle, 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 Kyle. The defense could not get a stop when they had to. In, in multiple drives. All, the whole field guy. Not, you know, Jimmy turned it over. At the, they got the ball at their own 30. They only had to go 30 yards for their second touchdown that ultimately won the game. They went the full field twice against the best defense all season long. That happened twice. Yeah. And the Chiefs were off at the time. It's not, you, you know, they were in the shootout. It was just they ran out of gas. No, they, they've been kicking their ass. They had 10 points. Then all of a sudden, six minutes later, you look up, they're up 24 to 20. That was pretty wild. But you could kind of, once they scored the Vega 2017, you could kind of come to grips with like, oh, this feels a little different now. It's like Steph just hits a couple threes. You're like, oh, the floodgates are opening. And I thought all game long, back with what you said, you had a great point. Not one time. That I think during the game, like Kyle's just not a, doesn't know what he's doing, not locked in. Well, I also thought even when the Chiefs weren't scoring points, I'm like, God, Andy's doing some kind of weird shit here. This is kind of cool. Some of these option plays. You did. I thought Andy was calling a good game. You did wonder who would have the first quarterback, like the pass to a quarterback. The Niners tried to early in the game with Debo. Is that a mandatory thing in the Super Bowl? Yeah, you got to throw the ball to the quarterback. <laughs> I mean, it is. It. Debo, actually, that play was sweet. Debo's like, screw this, kind of worked his way through. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.